0: Thank you for tuning in to the Big Meat Sport podcast, where I give you my weekly take on the past week of college and professional sports. So sit back and enjoy the episode. Now, let's talk about week five of NFL football. Had a lot of uh, interesting games, and I just want to say, one, my Cowboys won again. Uh, I'm I'm happy about that. Uh, We beat the New York Giants. uh, What was it? uh 44 to 20 um hey look this was an injury filled game and i just want to you know thank god my cowboys came out with no injuries no significant injuries um uh, but i do kind of it kind of sucks on this game uh talking about the giants and cowboys game it kind of sucks that you know the giants you know first saquon barkley went out with uh, a, a sprained ankle and that it kind of looked really really bad um, rolling up on Jordan Lewis's ankle. Um, I don't know what was happening. It was just like a crossfire. effect. they're both running towards the same spot, not really paying attention. And Saquon Barkley, you know, rolled his ankle. Um, then Daniel Jones and, you know, and so on and so forth. I think a wide receiver. Uh, it it kind of sucks because you want to see your team beat their their best and it looked like we we're beating backups. So, you know, Mike Lennon did go out there, toss the ball out to Kadarius Tony which, you know, Kader Sony is, is, is an interesting piece for the Giants. I don't think they've given him the ball enough uh, to start off the year. And this man is kind of shifty. He, he's a playmaker with the ball in his hands. But the Cowboys got it done again, uh, again starting off with the run game with Zeke pounding the ball and Pollard. I mean, is this making Dak's uh, job e- even easier? Uh, finding uh, Mari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, uh, so on and so forth. This wide receivers all over the place and tight ends, uh, you know, coming open. Um, it's a well-rounded win. Um, I do like to see our our defense keep the keep the Giants uh, points down a little bit. Um, Trayvon Diggs, uh, another interception, leading league with six interceptions uh, on on the year. But I need I need a little bit more on the pass pass end. Um, we're doing really good job on the run stop. Um, I'm liking what I see it's a it's a total shift from last year but this defense is flying off the ball on the run stop and 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 forcing teams to you know try to beat them in the air and I think that um, the offense aside you know Killamore is again in in his bag and creating the the play calls that he has um, is is it's, it's outstanding it's like you know it's one of those things that you're you're week in and week out you're trying to see what creative play is Kellen going to come up with next and the one creative one I saw this week uh was actually was two was the the Zeke touchdown where Dak had you know fake pitch then looked towards his left and then uh threw it to Zeke I mean that was a really creative design and then the Cedric Wilson where it where they threw it back to Cedric Wilson. He had two options, man, two options. Noah Brown and CeeDee Lamb open. He went with Noah Brown, underthrew him a little bit um, and missed a potential touchdown. But, hey, look, you know, uh, I believe Cedric Wilson throws that on a dime next time. Uh, we'll see it and, and go from there. But it was really a good game uh, for the Cowboys. Got the win, did what we're supposed to do, take care of uh, uh, our home uh, home field advantage. Um, and take care of the weaker teams, and I think we did that. Um, for the next game, Bucks and Miami. Man, Miami got destroyed, uh, forty-five to seventeen. Um, I was watching this game, and it got out of hand uh, pretty quickly. Well, actually, at the beginning, uh, Miami looked like you know they're ready for to pull off the upset, but their defense couldn't really stop it. Uh, Tom Brady and staff. And my question was, you know, are the Dolphins really paying Xavier Howard all this money to get beat by uh, Antonio Brown? Now, granted, Antonio Brown does this to uh, uh, most most corners, but if I'm paying a corner, you know, what I think Xavier Howard's making 16 million, uh, maybe 17 million, if I stand corrected, a year, and he was just getting burnt, um, you know, and all, all the all the other corners, you know, I think Byron Jones also played, and he was getting burned. And people, you know, defenses didn't look good. Um, they barely had pressure on Brady. When they did, you know, Brady came back and and threw dimes all over the place. So it's, it's, it's something with this Dolphins team. I, I mean, man, it's it's kind of frustrating to see because you saw the potential that they had last year, and they're you know, it was it just felt like everything was clicking. And to come into the season, I know a lot of Dolphin fans are frustrated on what's occurring, but it, it's, it's, it's troublesome. And I think that when they go to London, that's a must-win game. Because if you lose to Jacksonville, look, somebody's getting fired. I, I, I'm just going to tell you right there. Somebody's getting fired. And I don't think it's the head coach. I think it's going to start with GMs and, and, and offensive coordinators and so on and so forth. But somebody needs to start uh, going and 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 because it, it, it's it's looking bad. It's just bad offense, bad defense. Uh, I mean, Brissette is holding on to the ball way too long. Uh, the route concepts is just taking too long to to form, and I just feel like the Dolphins are a better team than this. And and I still have high hope, and I and I think uh, they're probably like a trade away or a you know, somebody, a big name, because to to be honest with you, they're not doing it in the draft. And I, I feel that they need to trade for somebody and give up some of those draft assets because the past few years, you guys, are, the the Miami Dolphins have been failing miserably in, in draft prospects. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a reoccurring theme. And you thought it was just, you know, uh, one or two years but it's it's going back for a good four to five years now and it, it sucks because you know I do root for the Dolphins again that's home team and I try to I, I try to uh, uh, let you know want them I want them to win um, because of my friends and I I feel bad for my friends because you know when when Dolphins are winning and the Cowboys are winning everything's good we can celebrate together we can uh, we can have a beer together and and so on and so forth but Man, when the Dolphins are winning, uh, when the Dolphins are losing, it's just my, my friends just go quiet or they're going to rag and, and talk shit about the Cowboys, which then gets me pissed off, you know, but, um, but, hey, you know, it is what it is, but it, it's, it's better when the Dolphins and Cowboys are are winning, uh, to, to say the least. But um, Tom Brady, I mean, the GOAT went out there and threw five touchdowns and, Um, I think some of them were unnecessary. He's throwing with, you know, already a 20 something lead and he's already, he's still throwing touchdowns. So, I mean, I guess he hates Miami that much, uh, to, to, uh, to do that. But I mean, you know, there's other games out there, um, the bills and chiefs. I mean, you look, Josh Allen is looking like an MVP out there looking. There's no fear in this kid. Uh, this kid is chucking the ball around even in the rain. Um, I do feel that Josh Allen uh, is in the MVP race, and we'll talk about that in in a little while. But I mean, Chiefs are are kind of looking bad, and and I want to I want to see I want to know what's going on with Mahomes and, and the Chiefs. I know their defense is really really bad and and historically bad. I, I think they're in uh, 29th or 30th in, in total defense. They can't stop anybody right now. Um, and the offense, I feel like Patrick Mahomes right now is just trying to hit that home run ball instead of taking his, you know, dinks and dunks here and to, to, to his defense, their running game is not really doing anything right now. And to help out the passing game, you need a, you need at least a decent or a little bit, uh, above average, uh, running game. And they're not getting Nathaniel with this, uh, running game. So I mean, um, I'm I'm wondering if if this is the, the decline of the Chiefs and and if it is, man, this is a quick decline of a really good team that we saw two years ago win a Super Bowl and 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 last year just lost the Super Bowl. I mean, if if it is the decline, man, this will be a quick decline. But I don't think so. I just think that they're running into a rough patch, and I do think that they, they need they need to make changes on the defensive side and change up a scheme or, or something or get somebody in there to create pressure um, and so on and so forth. But um, man, you know, it's, it's looking, it's looking bad in Kansas city right now. And hopefully they can pull it over because, you know, Mahomes is is a really good quarterback and I'll say, you know, in the top, you know, in the top five or, you know, in, in his QB class. Um, but, this man is, is is trying to do everything for this team, and it doesn't uh, it's not help working out for him because there's a lot of turnovers he's making. Um, the other game I want to talk about is Cleveland Browns uh, versus the Chargers. I mean, it was a it was a back and forth game. Chargers 47, Cleveland Browns 42. Man, this this game was exciting because it kept on going back and forth. I did have the chart uh, the Browns actually winning this game because I thought they can establish the run game and their defense could hold the Chargers uh, somewhat. And I thought it was just going to be a game of uh, possession. But, I mean, the the Browns defense couldn't really stop the Chargers. Uh, You know, Herbert's out here in in the MVP, uh, you know, uh, conversation, uh, throwing the ball around to Williams and and Keenan Allen. And Jared Cook and Austin Eckler's—he had a big game. Um, so it—it was—it was—it's exciting to see the Chargers, you know, getting over that hump because in, in years past uh, the knock on the Chargers was they're always uh, we're gonna shoot themselves in the foot when it came to big games, and, and I feel like they are taking care of those big games. One beating the Chiefs, and this was a big game playing the Browns, and I feel like they—they uh, did in. Uh, it just that took care of business, and uh, even though it's a high-scoring game, it's pretty alarming for the Chargers' defense. But uh, you know, sometimes a team has your number, you know, offensive-wise, and and you know, you're not, you're not, your defense is not on par. And I, I'm pretty sure that the Chargers' defense will come back and and um, better for, for next week because you do make adjustments um, on on a week-to-week basis. But I want to talk about right now of my top five QBs as we speak this season. Now, everybody's going to talk about, you know, all these other players, you know, what about this? And this is actually my top list of the current situation, this current season. Now, we're not talking about last season. We're not talking about previous season. We're talking about this season as a whole right now after five games. And my list goes, we're going to go down from, uh, we're going to start for the first, and I think Kyler Murray is number one on this list. He's leaning his Arizona Cardinals to a five and zero team uh, uh, record. Um, he has D Hop, AJ Green's coming out of nowhere. He's AJ Green's found himself in a really good situation over there. James Conner as a running back. I mean uh, Chase Edmund, uh, Edmonds. Uh, I mean, they have a lot of good weapons over there. I think Kyler Murray is doing a good job of distributing the ball and making uh, really good decisions. Um, but he has his team really firing on all cylinders, and and you have to put him in that MVP uh, in that MVP conversation as we speak. And I have him as number one in my conversation um, as we speak now. Now, my second is Justin Herbert. I mean, this kid is out there. Throwing the ball, slinging the ball around—it's uh, just his poise, um, him, you know, looking off defenders and and creating and creating that seam to throw to just by this uh, manipulating his eyes onto the you know to left and throwing back to the right, um, and also the play calling. I think it's uh, doing him well, um, and um, with just not wanting to go for the big play, just you know, living for another down. And sometimes those little five yard, you know, uh, you know, out routes or, or check downs to Austin Eckler can create a bigger game because, you know, now instead of second and 10 or third and 10, now you're third and five. And I think he's really doing a good job of game managing and taking over the game when it needs to be. So, um, you know, Justin Herbert is really doing his thing. I know I had a, um, podcast earlier in the year talking about tua or justin herbert who would i take and i said tua but right now uh two is hurt and and justin herbert is is na- making a name for himself in the mvp conversation so this is my this is my number two guy um that's really really doing work this year um number three is josh allen he's he's four and one again going going into kansas city in that in that environment and and with all the elements that he had to to endure and just going out there and being himself. Now, uh, you know, Diggs is having a a really good year, but Emmanuel Sanders, I think that was a really good pickup for these guys because, you know, it just spreads out the offense. I mean, yeah, you got uh, Cole Beasley there, but you know, the tight end Knox is, is having a a really good year as we, as we speak. Um, And this, this Buffalo's bills team is, is a force to be reckoned with because, they have a really good defense and a really good offense. And, you know, you gotta be on the, if you're an offensive team, you gotta be really creative on your schemes and try to score on these people because they're, they are, they are very legit um, in the front end and the back end. So you gotta be really creative. But uh, as of now, nobody has uh, really solved that mystery except for the, that week one, uh, uh, the week one loss. But I mean, this, Josh Allen is really, really on another, uh, on a in another world right now, and I put him at three because I just feel like, I just feel like uh, you know, Kyler Murray and and Justin Herbert have to do a little bit more, uh, because they you know they have a decent 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 defenses, um, but with with Josh Allen the defense is outstanding, so he just no worries. He can throw that interception knowing his defense is going to come back and and give him the ball back. So that's why to me, I have Josh Allen number three. Um, Number four, Hey, you know, I got to put my boy rain Dakota Prescott, Dak Prescott at at number four. Look right now, Dak is, is, is on, on fire. Um, They, you know, at the last stat that I read, he's completing 70, uh, 70% of his passes. And he's just managing the game really, really well. I mean, he's not trying to do too much in the passing. I know that the first week, you know, he went out there almost through for 60 passes and and almost, we almost beat the Buccaneers, but we tailed it back a little bit and we trust in our run game, Zeke and Pollard are just running the hell out of the ball. Why would you take it out of their hands while they're, while they're running that well? And then it's just creating, you know, opportunities for CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper Uh, Dalton Schultz and, you know, Blake Jarwin, uh, to, to some, to be free when they're running and, and Dak is just hitting them. And again, with the play calling and everything, um, Dak is really good. And if Dak doesn't win MVP, I know he's going to win comeback player of the year, uh, for sure, because, um, he had a lot of obstacles to, to overcome, you know, first, uh, you know, overcoming the leg injury and the, just at a mental aspect of going back out there. And it looks like he's, he's not worried, you know, people falling out his legs and so on and so forth. And he's going out there, chucking the ball. And then he had to come back from that, you know, that arm injury. Uh, so he's, he's, he's got like a lot of stuff that he's come back from. And he has to, he, to me, again, he has to be comeback player of the year. Um, and he, he's leading the Cowboys to a four and one record. And a lot of people are saying, oh, well, they're in the NFC East. I mean, Look, we only we we play the people that are on our schedule, and we're and we're dominating them. And if you want to talk about you know some teams, we beat the Chargers. Yeah, you know it, it. you could say the Chargers lost that game with all the penalties, but somebody had to throw the ball, somebody had to catch the ball, somebody had to run the ball, and and our defense did what they did, um, and we won that game. So I don't want to hear the naysayers of Cowboys uh, record is is. Is bull jive because of the people that uh, that they play? Because I don't I don't want to hear that. You know we we play who's on our schedule, and if we would if we were to struggle versus these people, you you know the media would be on them for DC is struggling. But we're not, and we're taking care of business, and that's what I like to see. Um, and my fifth, I have a tie for fifth. I have a tie for fifth. I have Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford out there. Um, both have their teams uh, four and one. Um, Tom Brady is, you know, there's the two weeks that he didn't really look that good. Uh, one versus the Patriots and one versus the Rams. Um, and he was actually one-on-one in those games. But uh, came back and threw those five TDs, uh, you know, versus the Dolphins. And he, he's looking he, he's looking like uh, the, the younger Tom Brady. This guy looks like he's not losing a step. And I'm putting him at five because I feel like the other quarterbacks ahead of him are doing more uh, with uh, with you know doing more to to in the conversation and and Matthew Stafford I mean he started off hot he's t- he's kind of tailing off right now on the past few games Not, haven't really been on point with his uh, wide receivers and and he, uh, his accuracy um, but you know he's having a really good year again he has his uh, Rams at four and one um, he's got a really good defense back there. Um, with uh, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey in the back end. So, I mean, I have them at my five. And this is, again, my top five QBs for this season as we speak. I'm not talking about last season. I'm talking about current, what their, what their resume says right now for this season. And that's my top five uh, QBs as we, uh, as we uh, complete week five of the NFL season. Um, but yeah, um, it was great games all the way around, especially that Baltimore and Colts game, which I thought Baltimore was out and, and dead in the water and they came back roaring to you know win this game and it was it was a great weekend all the way around even though I lost on my bets. I think the bets that I had on Instagram uh, were I was two and two two and two. Um, but I'll try to make better bets and so if you want to see, uh, the bets of the week, please visit us on Big Meat Sports uh, Instagram page. Um, we, we, we are interactive. And let me know uh, on the IG, uh, uh, let me know who is your top five QBs uh, as this, for this season as we currently speak. Because I'd like to see your, some of your guys' input and see if you guys have the same list as me or, or, or might have uh, changed a little bit. But again, this is Jose from Big Meat Sports. Thank you guys for tuning in. Tuning in, Don't forget to, you know, check us out on YouTube. Uh, check us out on Spotify. We're all over the place and also on Instagram. And um, again, thank you for your, uh, thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode.